How does one frame a masterpiece? If it's a painting, some wood and gold leaf will do. But what about a masterpiece of the edible variety? Like Boar's Head Oven Gold Turkey. Crafted from a family recipe, seasoned with savory spices and then slow roasted until it's fork tender and brimming with flavor. So, what could frame such a masterpiece? Perhaps a little bread would do. Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. There was a University of Cincinnati officer who shot a motorist during a traffic stop. He stopped him over a missing front license plate that now he has been indicted on murder charges, according to a prosecutor today. And he added that the officer, quote, purposely killed him and should never have been a police officer. Hamilton County Prosecutor Joe Dieters announced the grand jury indictment at a news conference to discuss developments in the investigation into the shooting that took place on July 19th of 43-year-old motorist Samuel DuBose by Officer Ray Tensing. Authorities have said the officer spotted a car driven by DuBose and missing the front license plate. That, by the way, is required by Ohio law. They say Tensing stopped the car and a struggle ensued after DuBose refused to provide a driver's license and get out of the car. Tensing said he was dragged by the car and forced to shoot at DuBose. He fired one shot, striking DuBose in the head. But Dieters dismissed the claim by the officer, saying that he was dragged by the car and suggested that he shouldn't have pulled DuBose over to begin with. Uh, according to Mr. Dieters, quote, he fell backward after he shot Mr. DuBose in the head, and he added that it was, quote, a chicken crap traffic stop. A warrant was issued for Tensing's arrest. According to WKRC, the CBS affiliate, they have reported the officer has, in fact, surrendered. The attorneys for Tensing, Stuart Matthews, have not immediately returned any phone calls and messages that have been left by the media seeking comment after this announcement. Uh, but earlier today, Matthews said he thought an indictment was likely given the political climate and comments made by city officials. He said given the evidence he's seen, he does not believe there should be an indictment. Mr. DuBose's death comes amid months of national scrutiny of police dealings with African Americans, as you know, and especially those killed by police officers. Here are the facts. Mr. DuBose was black. Officer Tensing is white. Authorities have not indicated whether race was part of this investigation. And body camera video of the shooting was also released today. The DuBose family had been pressing for its release. News organizations, including the Associated Press, actually sued Dieters to get it released under Ohio Open Records Law, but Dieters released it before there was any ruling made. Speaking of the family, here is the DuBose family speaking after the indictment for murder uh, for this University of Cincinnati. And by the way, University of Cincinnati, you know what I'm saying? He's a campus cop. Uh, but anyway, University of Cincinnati uh, police officer. Here's the Dubois, uh, Dubois family speaking out. My brother got murdered on Sunday night. And at 12.15, I got a call from my other brother to tell me that he was murdered. And when I got off the floor three and a half hours later, I started researching everything I could about this case because I knew when he said he was shot in the head by a police officer, that that just didn't register for me unless the police officer just killed him. Now, I knew I was never going to be able to prove that, but I knew that's what had to have happened. And I'm sure a lot of other families around the country know that. They just don't have any video camera 
or maybe they don't have a good enough attorney, which I thank God for. I don't know. Or maybe there's not a prosecutor that actually cares enough to do the right thing or a grand jury. Hallelujah. That will look at the case and say, let's really look at this case. I think there's enough to prosecute without the video camera. I think that. But I just think it would have been much more difficult because people don't listen. They just look at stereotypes. And my brother was about to be just one other stereotype. And that's not going to happen. I just thank God that everything is being revealed. I knew that he loved my child. I knew that this was not going to be uh, uncovered. And I pray that everybody out there, all the soldiers who was out there marching with me for the justice for my son, I thank you. And I hope that you continue to do this not just for my son, but for many others, because, and I'm ready to join the battlefield, because my heart go out for so many that this been unjust. Sam had a higher purpose. It, it, this was God. This was God all the way from beginning to end. Um, he had a higher purpose to serve. It's bigger than just him being a great brother, great son. Uh, he had a purpose for the whole country, the, uh, the whole world. Everybody can see these effects, these changes, and how Cincinnati handles things properly. Uh, as you heard, Audrey DuBose said that the body cam video proved her son's innocence, uh, talking about when she saw it, that she was it confirmed that her son did absolutely nothing, uh, nothing to provoke this officer. Now, uh, Dieters called the shooting senseless. He also called it asinine. He specifically said, and he did not hold back, quote, he purposely killed him. He should have never been a police officer. And also, Dieters said that when he saw the video of the shooting, he was shocked. He said it, you know, he felt so sorry for the family, what they lost, and felt sorry for the community, too. And the prosecutor also had sharp words for the University of Cincinnati Police Department as a whole. He said, quote, I don't think a university should be in the policing business. And quite frankly, what is a university cop doing stopping someone for a front license plate? They're not Ohio State of Police or Highway Patrol. They're University of Cincinnati police officers. My undergraduate school is Northeastern University. We had NU cops. And quite frankly, if we were parked wrong or something, they really, you know, you know, might say something that they didn't give out the tickets. The city of Boston traffic cops did that, you know, or towed us. And, you know, quite frankly, if you were drinking at a pub off campus and there were on-campus police officers walking by and, you know, you said something, there were, there were times that they would, you know, make it clear that wasn't their jurisdiction, if you will. Not their problem. So why did he make this his problem because i agree why should the university be in the policing business i think they should police their university help keep students safe but what the hell are you doing you know stopping somebody who does not have a front driver's license plate on their vehicle now a message for comment was left today with the uc police department the university said earlier this week it does plan an independent review of its police department's policies now, the University of Cincinnati officer made the traffic stop near the university's main campus. UC police said the intersection was within the campus police's jurisdiction. The University of Cincinnati is closed today on its main campus in anticipation of the grand jury action in this case. And Mark O'Mara, attorney for the family, called for a peaceful and non-aggressive response from the community after this indictment. O'Mara said the family wanted a peaceful reaction because 
quote, Sam was a peaceful person. Officer Tensing had more than five years of experience in law enforcement. He worked as a University of Cincinnati police officer since April of last year, according to the UC police chief, Jason Goodrich. And his annual performance review in April noted he was extremely strong in the traffic area and maintains control of his weapons and of situations he's involved in. Obviously not this time. He formerly worked as an officer in the small Cincinnati suburb village of Green Hills, and if convicted, he could serve up to life in prison. Let's get your take on this at 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Obviously, we are not in a grand jury, and we're not presented with all the facts, but the facts and the evidence as you know it, the story as you've heard it, here, uh, things that you've seen. Maybe you've seen the video. Maybe you've read more about this online. Maybe you live in Ohio, and it's been covered more extensively in your state or in the city of Cincinnati, where my husband lived for a year doing his fellowship, and I used to go back and forth between Chicago and Cincinnati uh, to see him because we were married uh, at that time. We're still married now, but, I mean, we were doing long-distance marriage. Great city, great people, quite frankly. Um, but do you agree with what you know thus far, with the information, the evidence you have thus far? Do you agree with the officer, Officer Tensing, being charged with, being indicted for murder? Do you agree with this charge of murder? 8886 Leslie. 888-653-7543, that's the number. Did America experiencing no justice for Michael Brown and Ferguson or Eric Garner on Staten Island make future cases like this one more likely to end in the officer being indicted? In other words, are you know grand juries and prosecutors quicker to indict? It's very, very rare that police officers are indicted when you have a grand jury convened. So did America experience no justice for Michael Brown and Eric Garner? We know they didn't. Um, And some would say justice was served uh, regarding Michael Brown, depending on where you stand there. But I I think we'd all agree that Eric Garner did not have his day in court. There was no justice there. And uh, make, you know, future cases like this one more likely to end in the officer being indicted. Do you think? Do you think this climate in America experiencing this right now? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. In the world of police officers, are they more prone to shoot at a black man than a white man? Be honest with me. Maybe you're a police officer. You can give a fake name. I really want your take on this. I really think they're more prone to stop. I think they're more prone to ask, to frisk, to handcuff to believe the guilt of an African-American based on what I've seen. But you know what? That's just my opinion, and it's very subjective. So I'd love to hear from some of you that have experiences. Maybe you are a black man. Maybe you're a white man who's had your own problems with police. And maybe you are a police officer who'd like to weigh in. So be honest with me. In the world of police officers, are police officers more prone to shoot at a black man than a white man. And if you do believe that, why do you think this is? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. I mentioned the prosecutor in this case, the murder case of Officer Ray Tensing. Should, he said he should have never been a police officer. So why was it? What happened here? Should we make the screening process to become a police officer more difficult? Strengthen that process? Nationwide? 8886 Leslie, 888 Now, we've talked about body cams. This officer knew he was wearing a body cam, and still he pulled that trigger. Are officers too quick to use their weapons, even if the cameras are rolling? 8886 Leslie, 888-653-7543. And is this an example of body cams aren't going to make a difference? Or just one example? 8886 Leslie, 888-653-7543. 
Will black Americans ever be treated equally to white Americans? If so, how long will it take? 2054, when whites will not be the majority in this nation? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And should university police be allowed to have the same authority as regular non-university police patrolling in a community? I mean, what's a university cop doing stopping somebody for a missing plate? I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick up the phone and join me. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. We'll take a break. We'll be back after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6LESLIE. Leslie Marshall, real people, real life, real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Hey there, America. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in talk radio of, for, and by you, the people. And you can follow us on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. Tweet us there. I'll share some of your tweets. A lot of tweets coming in. You can also call me 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Talking about the re- arrest. Uh, an indictment for murder of the who has, um, you know, uh, surrendered uh, the University of Cincinnati police are not pled guilty, you know, surrender. In other words, you know, there's an indictment for murder against you and you show up and go, here I am. Uh, University of Cincinnati police officer tensing uh, for killing the motorist, uh, Mr. DuBose. Mr. DuBose is African-American, African-American, excuse me. And Officer Tensing is a white man. Let's go to the calls. I asked a lot of questions. Let's get to it. What is a university officer doing uh, stopping a guy like this? And uh, was this, no uh, pun intended, overkill? Uh, and uh, are, do we need to screen our police officers uh, more carefully? Uh, let's go to the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Mike's in California, line three. Mike, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Good, Mike. Yeah, you know, I think the problem that we have today is that the liberals have made the black peoples uh, such victims. And they, how, how, how have liberals done that? How have I made a black person how, a victim? How have liberals done Well, it's been going on. Because I'm a liberal, and I just find it interesting. I know my husband likes to blame me for everything, but how do I as a liberal get blamed for this? I'm going to let you talk. Usually don't let other people talk. Okay, I let everybody talk, darling. Go ahead. Okay, honey. Okay, honey. So let me talk. So now you've got a situation for 50 years. You have campaigned and utilized the black as victims and kept them as victims instead of saying they're human beings and people just like everybody else. No, they're victims. You have separated them as victims. Now you have to remember that it goes back a long, long way. Well, who has separated them? No, no, no. Who no, has no, separated? No, no. My show, darling, no, I lead it. No, no, who no, has no, separated no, them no, as victims? Who has separated them, them as victims? Clinton's doing it right now. She's Clinton right now. Clinton's doing it right now. Bill Clinton did it. 
Obama did it. Obama, we have more racism in the country now than we've ever had. He separated the victims. Trayvon Martin, if I had a son, it'd be just like him. Even though he was doing drugs, it would be just like him. No. Well, wait, 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 take it down. People. First of all, take a breath and calm down. Uh, second, sure, no, second, you do, secondly, you do. Mr. You do too. Te- secondly, Officer, you, you officer, do officer Tensing. Don't yes. you know what? I'll cut you off, darling. My show, my name. I even cut me off because you know what? That's what you people. No, do. I want to be able to talk to you, but you're screaming, and I'm not a babysitter. I'm a talk show host. I'm not fine. a babysitter, okay, talk show I'm host. Not, I'm not, I, you know what? I'm dealing with a baby, so I have to deal with that. We'll go accordingly. Now, if, if you're, you if you're uh, insulting me and calling me a baby, sir, and, 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 being, and being patronizing and sexist and demeaning because of my gender, we're done. Do you want to talk or are you going to talk? I am talking, but you're talking over. Okay, why don't we put him on hold? Put him on hold, and when he can be a good boy and shut up while I'm talking, we'll come back to him. How's that? Answer this question when we come back to you. Mr. Officer Tensing shot a black man who he stopped for not having a license plate on the front of his vehicle. Officer Tensing was white. Mr. DuBose was black. What do liberals have to do with that? Of course he hung up. He hung up. up. What a... Uh, yeah, mm, well, of course There's a word up. I can't say. Of course he hung up. A dialogue is when two people have a conversation. What a that dialogue was also exposes is, is, is offensive yeah. to my listeners. Ears. Exactly. Also exposes when you have no real argument, so you just argue well, about arguing. Uh, well, no, exactly. And I, you know, I love the blame game. The blame game. You know, African Americans aren't blaming all police officers, but there are realities, and this is not some democratic liberal agenda. Racial profiling exists. There are more African-Americans who have been wrongly incarcerated than whites historically in our nation. More African-Americans sentenced to death that are not uh, guilty of the crime. When we know that with the Innocence Project and DNA that has come out. More African-Americans stop, not just in Ferguson, at, at traffic stops. If I walk in your neighborhood, I as a white chick, I'm not going to get stopped and asked, what are you doing here? African-Americans, especially African-American males, might be. When we come back, let's go to one of our African-American male callers, Michael in the Bronx. He's holding, and we'll get his take on this right after this. This is Leslie Marshall. You know, if you eat too much, eat the wrong foods, even sleep in the wrong position, you can get an upset stomach. Oh, believe me, I've had plenty of them. Experts say that nearly, I actually was getting one after that last call. Experts say that nearly all of us eventually develop some sort of digestive problem, and that's because as we age, our stomachs produce less of the enzymes needed to break down food. So all kidding aside, what I do when I have a queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, because I have reflux, was diagnosed at like 17, 18. Thank you, Daddy. Got that from him. Uh, I take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. Now, why? Gutsy Chewy is an oral and digestive supplement, but one of the reasons I love it, I've had scripts for my uh, prescriptions for my reflux. Gutsy Chewy is 100% natural. And we're invented by my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, hello, Dr. Doug Hagigi. He is a gastroenterologist and a dentist, and he blended natural heartburn remedies. Natural stuff like papaya, licorice root, apple cider vinegar, and then he put in calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for oral health as well. What happens when you put all these things together? They boost the body's natural defense against heartburn and reflux. Gutsy Chewies are gluten-free. They're lactose-free. They come in citrus and wild berry flavors. So when you, like me, get that queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, just take a Gutsy Chewy. Don't go and to your doctor and get a prescription. Take Gutsy Chewy. It's natural. You'll feel better. 
and all natural is better for your health. Learn more at GutsyProducts.com or call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879. That's GutsyProducts.com. Let's get back to the calls, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. We're talking about the indictment for murder um, against one police officer at the University of Cincinnati police officer, uh, Ten Singh, uh, who shot a man, uh, Mr. Uh, DuBose. And some, you know, uh, you know, when people talk about race, I think race is relevant based on what uh, the incidences we have, uh, seeing, uh, have been seen playing out in, in our country. Quite frankly, was, would Eric Garner have been stopped outside a bodega and would the people inside or on that street on that block have called the police if he were a skinny 19 year old kid i think it's a valid question let's go to michael in the bronx line five michael good afternoon hi leslie hi i'm sorry to say it was a good afternoon until the last caller called and i found it absolutely degrading and insulting and you know i'm inside my um, vehicle on my jeep right now I had to pull over because I was getting so enraged at what he was saying. And then when he said you were coming to me next, I said, all right, I better just sit foot here so I can get kind of my thoughts straight and try, try to remain calm. You don't know, my friend, how mad I am at what happened and the reaction thereafter. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. But in answering your questions, charge of murder? Absolutely. Because I like to know the history of this particular police officer if there were any complaints against him beforehand. Because the first thing I thought was he has a body cam. He forgot he has a body cam on and he's going to get busted. The thing is that he killed an innocent person, and in my view, innocent person of color and race was definitely a factor. And he forgot he had a body cam on because if he knew he had a body cam on, he wouldn't be pulling that crap. That's the purpose of the body cams is to keep police officers in line, no more line, no more criminal activity and cover-up. It starts right there with the doggone cameras, all right? And it also raises my question as to why the hell is it that police officers, police unions, even the right-wing pundits and rhetoric, um, always saying that we don't need cameras, you know, you're, you're depriving the police from doing their job. Their job is to obey the law, enforce it, follow the law like everybody else, and protect and serve. Not to act like vigilantes or some kind of criminal gang loons just because they have a badge and gun and feel like they can blast people and just go to their script of um, excuses and cover-ups as we've seen from time to time. You know something? The right-wingers have asked for this because time and time again, when there was um, complaints of police abuse and police misconduct and police killings, they always say, well, where's the proof? Show us the proof. Show us the proof. Give us the audio. Give us the video. You know, we had audio back in the O.J. Simpson case with Mark, Mark Furman, and now we're having video north, south, east, and west showing police engaging in um, misconduct and such criminal activity that any ordinary civilian will have been arrested, convicted, and put away in a heartbeat. You know, but you know, now they're saying that we're depriving them of doing, um, we're depriving police of doing their job, even after federal court orders have said that police cannot deprive or retaliate or charge towards people. They are recording them in um, improper during But Michael, explain something to me. I know you're angry and I know you're emotional and I get it. I, I mean, I'm not a black man. I'm not a black woman either. I'm white. 
Uh, but but let me let me Michael let me let me try and understand. Mr. Dubose refused to give his driver's license and refused to get out of the vehicle. I understand refusing to get out of the vehicle because cop can you know physically assault you, you know tase you, uh, handcuff you, arrest you for doing nothing. Now I, obviously Mr. Dubose is deceased. We cannot ask him. But I, I'm just curious. Unless you don't have a driver's license or it's expired and you're afraid. Why would you refuse to give that? Because to me, I'm just saying that this man should have no, no police officer should be, you know, shooting anybody unless, you know, they're running away and they're saying, you know, police freeze or I'll shoot. Or, you know, they're pointing a gun at a cop and the cop is, you know, defending themselves, uh, you know, just in very, very, very few uh, scenarios. I don't even think a, a gun should be drawn, certainly, at a traffic stop over a missing front license plate. But, well, you know, I, I, have... I have to say, I, you know, especially in light of the increased violence of cops that would seem overall even more so toward African-Americans, why do you, why would somebody not hand over their license? In other words, you as an African-American man, if somebody stops you, a cop stops you, I mean, and they ask you for your license and registration, are you going to provide that? Are you going to say, I'm not going to give it to you? I would ask what's the problem. I will comply, and I would tell the cop, um, I'm doing exactly what you say, you know, like a play-by-play announcer. Would, now, would okay, so you would comply license and registration. Would you get out of the vehicle? I would ask, why Why do I have to get out the vehicle? And a lot of times the cops have said, do you have to stay in the vehicle? But yeah, 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 yeah. I started to get out one time to get, you know, and he and I said, and he said, uh, I said, my license is in my purse. It's in the back seat. And then he let me get out and get it. Um, all right, Michael, but, your phone's breaking up. Thank you for your passion. Um, Thank you for your call. Uh, to the earlier caller, prior to Michael's comments, the Justice Department statistics. These are the latest now in 2015 after the latest uh, figures. A uh, black driver is 31% more likely to be pulled over than a white driver and 23% more likely to be pulled over than a Hispanic. As a matter of fact, there's even an article entitled, You Really Can Get Pulled Over for Driving While Black. Uh, let's continue with the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is uh, the number. And uh, let's go to Jim in California, line four. Jim, good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I grew up in the 50s and 60s in a big western city, and uh, there were black people killed every week. If you didn't read about it in the papers, I learned about it because I shined shoes in a barber shop where the police got their hair cut. And we were to the barber how they would take the boy's hat off, throw it, and when he went to get it, they'd start shooting at him. So, you know, that was in the 50s and 60s. So it only seems now that they're starting to get depressed, so we're starting to cover what they do, but... That was my experience anyway. Okay. Thank you uh, for, for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate the call. Thank you, uh, Jim and Kelly. Let's go to Jeff in North Carolina, Line 2. Jeff, good afternoon. Hey. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing okay. I, I, was, I was calling initially to talk about the campus shooting and the absurdity of, of why the campus cop was even armed in the first place. But, but then you had a caller call a few calls back. And and he just really kind of blew my mind with his ignorance. But my dad would call that generational ignorance. And you can't really argue with, with that type of ignorance. This guy has no clue about the fact that blacks are not treated the same in this so-called justice system. He has no clue about what he's talking about. But he probably gets his facts from Fox News, so you have to excuse that. But um, Except when I'm on. <laughs> I have no idea 
where people like that get their information from. It is insane. I mean, I mean, I mean, a person would have to be a fool not to recognize that blacks are getting gunned down at a much more higher rate than just about any other ethnic group in this country. Who doesn't see that? Except this guy. It's amazing to me. I don't know how you kept your cool, but this guy needs to really do some education. I mean, he needs to do some research because he's just lacking knowledge in that area, you know? So. Well, you, you know, uh, uh, no, no, I, I, I agree with you um, wholeheartedly. Uh, it, this is not, I mean, most police officers aren't shooting, you know, black people or white people. I mean, most cops are good. But if you have one person die at the hands of a police officer for the wrong reason, there is no reason that the DuBose family should have to, uh, you know, have buried their loved one this summer. Right. There's no reason, quite frankly, this officer's family should have to lose their family member. For what? I think there's a bigger issue. The issue really is that um, um, all the police forces or municipalities really need to do a better job of vetting these uh, people, because it's costing them a lot of money in lawsuits. I mean, it is insane. I mean, we've got to stop paying out these, you know, multi-million dollar lawsuits because some rogue cop is shooting someone. It, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, there's got to be a solution somewhere. I don't have the answer other than let's just do a better job at vetting these cops because we need good people on these police forces. I mean, I know it's a tough job. Everyone gets that. But you can't shoot someone in the face and claim he went for my gun. That doesn't, you know, that can't work either. <laughs> yeah, there's a, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on. And, um, you know, unfortunately, some of these people's deaths, fortunately, they're, they're leading to change. Unfortunately, they lost their lives in the process to bring yeah. that about. Uh, th- yeah, thank you for your call. Call Thanks. again. Thank you. I appreciate it, Jeff. Well, let's go to D in Atlanta on line three. Hi, D. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. What's your take uh, on what's your take on the situation that took place uh, in Ohio and the well, University of Cincinnati? On campus? the one hand, I'm grateful that it didn't take weeks or months before they arrested this police officer, but I still have a problem with the second police officer that was on the scene that lied to back up the murderous cop. He needs to be charged, just like the Walter Scott incident in South Carolina. That second police officer that showed up on the scene and witnessed that cop throwing that taser down on the ground next to the guy he had shot in the back five or six times, they need to be prosecuted also. They're not good cops if they're protecting bad cops. I, I, it's val- valid. Yeah, very, very valid point. Because if you provided false information to the police or if you covered up for me, I mean, let's even look at what happened to those that tried to cover up for the, the Boston bomber, Sarnayev. Right? Exactly. They, they, were point arrested, made. they were arrested. They were charged. It's an excellent point you made. Anything else, Dee, before we take a break? I just don't understand why police officers feel like they're above the law or why they would object to body cameras. Because if you're doing the well, this right guy was thing, wearing this guy was wearing a body camera and still pulled the trigger. Okay, but why did that body camera go dark like the and the, the uh, sound went out like the last 30 or 40 seconds? That, that I, I don't know. I, I really don't know, and I, I do want to – I'm curious as to more information. I think that you can turn body cams off, but I'm, I'm just not sure. I'm, I'm really not um, video-wise uh, – 
um, educated enough in that area to answer that. Uh, and I, I look forward to the experts telling us what that was about. Um, well, but, but, D, also, but, D, but D, you raise a very valid point. And I think, you know, look, I, I, I have a short temper. My crew, you know, will laugh and, you know, talk about that. I have a short temper. I got a seven and eight year old who right now are acting like the spawns of Satan times two. But I, I don't hit my kids. And even though I have a short temper, I'm a yell and I get mad. I may, you know, punish them or whatever. I don't become violent. And th- these are my children. So let's take a traffic stop, okay? What on earth can make a person so angry to take their gun out and take another person's life, knowing the camera's rolling and knowing t- you're taking a life and your life will maybe be over as a result? Yeah, but, you know, we all know. The reality is if it's a black or brown life, it truly doesn't matter. We don't even get the D, D, let me ask you something, I, and I'll tell you something. We have no way of knowing. Um, did he, uh, you know, did he, would he have stopped Mr. DuBose if Mr. DuBose was a white guy with a plate? I don't know. Would he have shot Mr. DuBose if Mr. DuBose was a white guy? I don't know. Because sometimes I think there are cops out there that they would have killed anybody they stopped. Um, do you feel that we're not doing proper screening of officers in light of this and so many other situations that have taken place? In oh, I know we're not. There are. I saw a newspaper article within the last week that said that there are some police departments that will not, I repeat, not hire people with a college degree. So you're getting folks that have barely made it out of high school and giving them a gun. Nine chances out of ten, I think a lot of these cops were bullied when they were in school. And that's why they strut around like little babies. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I disagree with you. I think they were maybe the bullies. They were the bullies, and you know some of them. Uh, D, good talking to you. Drive carefully. I can hear you uh, on your on your cell phone there driving. We're going to take a break. I'm Leslie Marshall. Back with your calls. If you're holding, don't go away. If you want to join us, a line available. We just left uh, you know a couple of calls. We finished. That means a line or two is available right now. Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. I'll share your tweets as well right after this. Follow me at Leslie Marshall. Don't go away. Leslie Marshall, real people, real life, real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. about the indictment murder, uh, indictment of murder of police officer, University of Cincinnati police officer Tensing, a white police officer who shot a man named Mr. DuBose, African-American, in just a a traffic stop. Uh, And obviously there was enough information uh, that led to the um, indictment uh, by the prosecutor in uh, the state of Ohio, specifically in Cincinnati. Prosecutor said that this, you know, when he saw the video, he couldn't believe it. He thought this was insane and this guy should have never been a cop. There's so much to talk about. Let's get to the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And let's go to Dave in Humboldt County, line one. Dave, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Leslie. It's been my experience there are any number of police who tend to be hot-headed and who may misuse their powers, and that's been my experience. Some of them are black, and many are white, and some are brown, and 
they should be held accountable for that. It's also been my experience that the university police tend to be the most level-headed, reasonable, and mellow. And so I, I, I support their efforts. And I think any policeman that serves good sense certainly deserves that support. But I wanted to touch on something before you get away, if I might, today, that I think you want to deal with, too. Uh, um, I live in a very progressive area. I look out my window here at Humboldt State University, and we're a very progressive town. And uh, almost everybody here is wanting to get involved on behalf of Bernie. And if any of us go to any site asking, how do I get involved, we're told, oh, you're the only person in this whole area that's asked that. You'll have to go to the Bay Area if you want to get involved on behalf of Bernie. I think that's being tampered with. I don't know if you have any thought on it. I'm the first to address it. Uh, you know what, Dave? Oh, I have so limited time to talk about the issue, you know what I mean, that we, we really are pinpointing. Um, but it's a big one. Today's yeah. a big day. Yeah, I, I hear you, but, the, you know, I would really like to stick to the uh, topic that we're talking about. I appreciate the call, as always, and uh, your thought and involvement in the program and in your community. Let's go to Daniel in New Mexico, Line 5. Daniel, good afternoon. Howdy, Leslie. Um, it's a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you, Daniel. Um, and I have a couple of aspects of view from this story. First of all, I'm a student at the University of New Mexico, and we have cops that are basically only allowed to write fines for parking tickets and smoking on campus and such. Um, but also, my ex, my late ex-wife was black, and I saw many instances of her being um, aggressively uh, the police acting aggressively upon her. Okay. Um, and lastly is I was a police dispatcher for Rockville City Police Department in Maryland. Okay. And that department we had one black sergeant um and other than that it was complete white caucasian police force and i would say that they were very um I'm sorry, I'm out of time, buddy. Daniel, I'm so sorry. You have to give us a call another time. I only have so much time, guys. So if it, it just recommended talk radio in general, our show, because we have so many people that we love to talk with, uh, get to your point quicker if you don't mind in the future. Appreciate it. I'm Leslie Marshall, Mark and Andrew, my great crew. Happy Hump Day. We'll be back tomorrow on this program, your show.